was called Martina, the poet. Their mother spat out the word as if it was a curse. Although now there was only one person in the marriage, their mother still didn't paint. They made their way along the lane in single file. Indian file, their mother said. There was the tang of manure in the air, and the smell of the musty grass and the cow parsley got inside Joanna's nose and made her sneeze. Bad luck her mother said. You're the one that got my allergies. Their mother's dark hair and pale skin went to her beautiful boy, Joseph. Her green eyes and her painter's hands went to Jessica. Joanna got the allergies. Bad luck. After you had walked along the lane for a while, you came to a wooden gate. Jessica always ran ahead and undid the clasp, and then they both pushed at the gate and swung on it as it opened. Their mother had to heave and shove at the buggy because all the winter mud had dried into deep, awkward ruts that the wheels got stuck in. They swung on the gate to close it as well. Jessica checked the clasp. The track bordered a field. Wheat, Jessica said. The wheat was very high, although not as high as the hedges in the lane. The dog ran into the field and disappeared. A moment later, he sprang out of the wheat again. Last week, Joanna had followed the dog into the field and got lost, and no one could find her for a long time. She could hear them calling her, moving further and further away. Nobody heard her when she called back. The dog found her. They stopped halfway along and sat down on the grass at the side of the track, under the shady trees. Their mother took the plastic carrier bags off the buggy handles, and from one of the bags brought out some little cartons of orange juice and a box of chocolate finger biscuits. Joseph woke up, and their mother undid the front of her dress and fed him. He fell asleep again while he was sucking. She put him back in the buggy and said, Right, let's get home. We can get out the garden hose, and you can cool off. He seemed to come out of nowhere. They noticed him because the dog growled, making an odd bubbling noise in his throat that Joanna had never heard before. He walked very fast towards them, growing bigger all the time. He was making a funny, huffing, puffing noise. You expected him to walk past and say, Nice afternoon, or hello, because people always said that if you passed them in the lane or on the track. But he didn't say anything. Their mother would usually say, Lovely day, or It's certainly hot, isn't it, when she passed people. But she didn't say anything to this man. Instead, she set off walking fast, pushing hard on the buggy. She left the plastic bags of shopping on the grass, and Joanna was going to pick one up, but their mother said, Leave it! There was something in her voice, something in her face that frightened Joanna. Jessica grabbed her by the hand and said, Hurry up, Joanna! Sharply, like a grown-up. Now the man was walking in the same direction as they were, on the other side of their mother. Their mother was moving very fast, saying, Come on, quickly, keep up! to them. She sounded breathless. Then the dog ran in front of the man and started barking, and jumping up as if it was trying to block the man's path. Without any warning, he kicked the dog so hard that it sailed into the air and landed in the wheat. They couldn't see it, but they could hear the terrible squealing noise that it was making. Jessica stood in front of the man and screamed something at him jabbing her finger at him and taking great gulps of air as if she couldn't breathe, and then she ran into the field after the dog. 
Everything was bad. There was no question about it. Joanna was staring at the wheat, trying to see where Jessica and the dog had gone, and it took a moment for her to notice that her mother was fighting the man, punching him with her fists. But the man had a knife, and he kept raising it in the air so that it shone like silver in the hot afternoon sun. Her mother started to scream. There was blood on her face, on her hands, on her strong legs, on her dress. Then Joanna realized that her mother wasn't screaming at the man. She was screaming at her. Their mother was cut down where she stood, the great silver knife carving through her heart as if it was slicing butcher's meat. She was thirty-six years old. He must have stabbed Jessica too before she ran off, because there was a trail of blood, a path that led them to her, although not at first, because the field of wheat had closed around her like a golden blanket.